0: hi this is jeffrey aaron and welcome to this episode of flying talkers today we want to talk about some big changes at virgin cargo or to put it in the words of dominic kennedy that airlines managing director cargo quote huge and we're not underestimating or taking anything for granted dominic said our entire business model is based on giving customers more choice flexibility whether this means more routes and frequencies new products or services or the ability to interact with us in the way they want to do business dominic said now virgin atlantic cargo is set to be the first airline to adopt accenture's cloud-enabled end-to-end afls 8.0 cargo management platform to spearhead our future digital experience when afls 8.0 goes live In early 2020. This is going to drive Virgin Atlantic Cargo's digital transformation. Once the system is fully operational, based on the release of subsequent phases, our customers will be able to interface directly through APIs and connect with the airline's new web platform for pricing, bookings, allocations, and operations while live chat and chatbots will offer immediate interactions based on each customer's communications preferences. We want our customers, Dominic said, to continue to experience great service and through their channel of choice. In 2019, we are making positive progress in many areas, but to modernize and future-proof our business, we need a far, reaching digitization program that allows customers to interact with us in new and innovative ways by offering them the opportunity to do everything they do with us today by phone and email via a digital platform. So our commitment to the future by taking a significant leap in capability is the next natural step. The AFLS 8.0 platform will accelerate our digital transformation, Dominic Kennedy said, and give customers even more reason to choose to work with Virgin Cargo. But we're also not forgetting that there is collateral organizational change that also goes along with this kind of advancement. The way we do our business, including processing transaction and a raft of other activities, gets a big jolt for the better, in my view, and we're ready for it. We've been very well served for the past decade by our current Mercator IT platform. However, our future is increasingly benefiting from our partnerships, so the ability to interact is primary in our thinking moving ahead. Virgin Cargo has also taken a closer look at the best way to widen our distribution model to drive efficiencies to our customers. Partnering up for the future is part of that, Dominic said. We're working with all of our wonderful partners to develop different strategies to take advantage of every strength to meet or exceed any demand. Our partners are on board with our 2020 IT move. Virgin Atlantic Cargo is in a privileged position with 40 plus aircraft and 100 people in our great team, Dominic said, which means we are extremely flexible and responsive in changes in the market or to our customers' needs. Dominic Kennedy said that in 2018, we had a great year, great performances all around. However, he also mentions 2019, which came out of the gate fairly strong, but by mid year had seen some softening demand. But he also mentioned what makes us different is that we not only meet the needs of our customers, we want to exceed their expectations. This is a core part of the DNA of Virgin Atlantic, Dominic said. As a relatively small carrier, we cannot rely on the network as some others can, so we always need to make sure that we are winning in service delivery. As an example, at Air Cargo Europe in Munich this past June, we were engaged all week long in dialogue with our customers to find out how we're doing and what else can we bring to the table that will make their shipping experience with us work best. Listen to what else Dominic Kennedy had to say. Virgin Atlantic relies in some manner on our traditions as we move ahead in 2019. We were one of the first carriers to structurally survey our customers. Currently and for the past half decade, a monthly survey goes out that provides us quick health check metrics to analyze how we're doing. This feedback has been used during the tenure of my time here, approaching two years, to serve as a barometer to better apprise us all up and down the line of what's working and then it informs strategic decisions moving ahead. As an example, the feedback told us our customer service center located in the UK that was also serving customers in the USA and South Africa was not meeting our pledge to exceed expectation. So we took what our customers were telling us and created local USA and South Africa customer service centers to serve our customers in these very important markets. Dominic Kennedy is responsible for leading and growing the commercial, financial, and operational performance of Virgin Atlantic Cargo, having taken up his current post in August 2017, as I mentioned a couple of years ago. Well, it's his second anniversary next month. Go get him, kiddo. He's also in charge of the airline's transatlantic joint venture with Delta Cargo and its long haul international cargo sales and management agreement with Virgin Australia. Dominic joined Virgin Atlantic in March 2005 in fleet and network planning, providing analysis on all aspects of capacity and revenue, including aircraft acquisition, new route studies, configuration changes, and product investment. In 2008, he joined Cargo to create and manage its price and product team and later revenue management and capacity control. In 2014, as director of commercial planning, Dominic led a team responsible for Virgin Atlantic Cargo's commercial activities covering revenue management, capacity control, pricing, commercial insight, revenue integrity, and joint venture activities, helping the airline to maximize the business potential of its global network. When you ask Dominic about himself in the face of all that he's been doing lately, he doesn't say, say very much. There's actually a hush. He doesn't brag on himself, but for what it's worth, that's refreshing. question is, how about a self-report card? I asked him after two years, and the answer was, quote, I'm more than delighted with my team and the way we tell our story and deliver our service, and that in 2019, everyone at Virgin Atlantic is now more than ever acutely aware of the value air cargo brings to our overall business. It's absolutely fair to say that the investment we're making as outlined earlier would not have been possible today without the positive contribution and heart of cargo that is alive today at Virgin Atlantic. The leadership team has thought a lot about how this business is changing and what we must do to position ourselves to continue in the years ahead. The technology piece we spoke of earlier has been a long time coming, that's for sure. Galvanizes our thinking as to what is required. We wondered a little bit about Delta. What about that partnership with Delta, with Sean Cole and that team down in Atlanta, Georgia? This is what Dominic said about that. We've been quite fortunate to work together with Delta. For us with Delta, as they are a shareholder in Virgin Atlantic, we have gained knowledge based on their experience and expertise. We are benefiting. the diversity and interaction with sean cole's delta cargo team this is a major plus for us and we are for them it's all about working together undoubtedly there are great things we can do together our long-standing decade-long partnership with virgin australia for long-haul international cargo capacity is an agreement that also continues to deliver mutual value we are really pleased especially during the past two years about how that agreement has developed as Virgin Australia has expanded into Asia, which has had the net result of offering the customers and all of our customers more options. Flying Talkers podcast is made possible by ATC, One World, one global air cargo general service and sales agent gssa atc is your key to the air cargo market both local and internationally atc is the best air cargo team in the business okay we get it about dominic kennedy He's got a lot of background, a lot of training. He's involved in all kinds of activities that put him in the right place at the right time in a right sized cargo operation to make a real difference and to make sure that this thing works. And he gives the credit to everybody else. So we asked him, well, who do you admire in the cargo business? And that opened him up a little bit about himself. He said he came into aviation because his uncle's brother was an RAF pilot. And then later, when uh, the uncle lived in Hong Kong, uh, uh, he lived in Hong Kong. He was serving as a Cathay Pacific captain, the uncle was. And that inspired me to work in aviation, as well as my dad teaching geography and sharing his love of faraway places, Dominic said. When I graduated from school, I saw an ad offering a job teaching English in a small town in Japan, and the deal was done. I knew travel and moving from familiar places to those yet to be discovered were part of my DNA. But about who he really admires? Right away, Dan Parker. When I was first employed at Virgin and worked in fleet optimization for three years, I didn't know that we had a cargo division. That was a big surprise to me. I was offered a position in cargo where I met and went to work for Dan Parker for eight years. Dan was an exceptional mentor, not only for me, but for everyone. Dan Parker is not only someone to admire, he was also such a nurturing force at Virgin. Won't well, we still stay in touch, Dominic smiled. When we asked Dominic to deliver his worldview in a couple of sentences that we might share with you, dear listener, his answer was immediate. Customers are not transactional, says Dominic Kennedy. I want to thank them for being partners and giving us the opportunity to establish long-term, meaningful relationships. We never take their business for granted. We want to support our forwarder partners so they can support their customers. And with all the exciting developments we're working on, we want to ensure that there will never have been a better time to be a customer of Virgin Atlantic Cargo. We have a very, very exciting future ahead of us, Dominic Kennedy said. So here, as it sometimes happens, we have a postscript, quote, we see a fantastic growth opportunity in Israel and have chosen two respected partners who are a perfect fit for Virgin Atlantic. That's Claire Fallon, Regional Sales Manager at VS, speaking of a pact with WTA Aviation and Swiss port in Israel to support the launch of a daily a330-300 flight from London Heathrow to Tel Aviv on September 25th. The WTA gets the nod to filling 20 tons of daily cargo capacity aboard Virgin Atlantic's Airbus A330-300 flights. Swissboard. Someone once said a frown is nothing more than a smile turned upside down. Well, the smile on all those Amazon boxes, those billions of Amazon boxes around the world, was definitely turned upside down as labor unrest is complicating the world according to Amazon. So we talked to Bill Bosch, somebody who knows about these things. One of the builders of uh, Pan American, American Airlines where he served as cargo president when that airline finally started moving overseas uh, during the 1990s and built some incredible distribution for our American troops overseas, saved a lot of lives, won the American Medal of Freedom for devising logistics into the war zone that took our people out of harm's way and also helped sustain some local economy. Anyway, we've talked about bill before. And this is what he had to say about the current situation with Amazon. The first thing to remember, he said, Amazon is not an airline, but a unique e-commerce platform controlling its door-to-door operations to provide free next day or two day shipping for all of its products. As a result, in the U.S., Amazon is not covered by the Railway Labor Act, nor is it fully unionized. Amazon hubs, unlike FedEx and UPS, are fulfillment centers. So what's next, we wondered. Amazon's concept, Bilbo said, is the next stage in the metamorphosis of the air cargo business. Their approach almost guarantees full aircraft by tweaking demand through running sales on high margin consumer products during low sales seasons. So here's some Prime Week speak. Prime Week is an example. In order to run their operations as efficiently as possible, they have high productivity standards, just like FedEx and UPS. But as their strategy provides for a steady state of package flow, they have managed to reduce downtime, albeit at the expense of their line workers who are subject to strict monitoring and heavy, heavy manual labor. So we wonder about the heavy lifting. This is what Bill said. If they underestimate the results of these sales, the strain on the manual process in the fulfillment centers can be overwhelming. Amazon pays competitively and offers good benefits except time off, but have strict quality control methods include constant electronic monitoring of workers. Employees that do not meet the standards are coached and then terminated if they continue to fall below the productivity standard. And then what about exceeding expectations? This is what Bill said. Amazon marketing is among the best in the world, and their growth in sales for Prime Week 2019 appears to be higher than expected. Amazon realizes its growth rate is huge, and that is one of the reasons they are building two more fulfillment centers here in the U.S. Well, thanks for those words of enlightenment bill we always are glad to hear from you and to you our dear listeners out there for your time this time until next time this is jeffrey aaron flying talkers saying thanks for listening and keep them flying air Cardinal. goodbye